Hello and welcome to the Tamworth FC Social, a podcast all about Tamworth Football Club. Well, Jamie Jealous has left Tamworth. The midfielder has joined Warsaw for an undisclosed fee. We'll be talking about his departure, looking back at other players who've left the Lambs for a transfer fee, and looking ahead to the Spennymore and Scunthorpe matches. If you enjoy our podcast, please do give it a follow and leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening. Well then, Brett, after quite a lot of speculation, I suppose, Jamie Jealous has joined Warsaw. How are you feeling? Not surprised. I am gutted generally because I think you look at some of the, the comments that were being made after the Boston game on Tuesday, saying how we were awful without him and flat in the middle of the park, don't create anything and this, that and the other. I think it's got the potential for quite a bit of negativity now to set in for absolutely no reason. You know, he's a lad that's coming, played out of his skin, absolutely deserves his chance. Could have probably gone to a better outfit than Warsaw, no offence to Warsaw. Uh but you know, I'm I'm delighted for for Jamie, but obviously gutted for us. Graham, similar to Brett, really. Um, yeah, pretty good. Um, to be honest, I actually didn't think he'd go. <laughs> I thought it would be just rumours, um, and thought he might stay till the end of the season. But obviously, his contract's up, and obviously, it's it's a good bit of business for for Tamworth, really. To be honest, um, and we've got a fee for him, I believe around 15k from what people are saying um nothing's been officially dis- disclosed on that i think it's undisclosed fee so um i think we maybe could have even got more than that based on you know what he's done for us in you know the past two seasons um so yeah I, just echoing what brett said really good um because don't really know what effect that will will have. I mean, he's definitely been our best and most consistent player and we've got the really, all of the players have been really, really good, but he's been the standout and he's the engine in that in that midfield and the energy. Um, So, yeah, I think we've got a solid replacements at the moment in Tonks and Mills, but yeah, we've just got to see how it, how it really pans out with with not having that, you know, that energy uh, in midfield. Um, but yeah, fair play to him. You know, it's an opportunity to go full time, League Two, and uh, show what he's what he's capable of in in the football league. And you know, good luck to him. Um, so it could have even been League One, from what we understood at, at some point when we we heard that, like Peterborough were looking at him. Um, I think he'll. I think he'll. He'll be a success as well in the football league. Um, you know, he's 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 looked miles above um in the National League North. Um so credit to him and, and good luck to him. Is quite bittersweet, I suppose, because like like you've both said, happy for him, great move, good that Tamworth have got a fee, but then it's just just how the club moves on and, and how the starting eleven moves on. It is always a risk, isn't it, as well, when you're a non-league club that you get a player who does really well and then sort of bigger teams show a bit of interest. It is quite impossible. I'm just thinking what could Tamworth have really done to to get him to stay because it Warsaw offer, like you said, Graham, full-time, longer contracts, I think 18 months I saw on the Warsaw website. And I suppose the chance if Warsaw, you know, get a bit better that they could challenge for a promotion at some point as well. That's it. Tamworth can't really do anything. Um, and I don't think he can stand in his way. Um, as long as we get a good deal out of it, which I believe we have, 
then that's all that, you know, that's all we can do really. Um, you know, selfishly, it would have been amazing if he could have just stayed till the end of the season and just seen it through with us. Um, but, you know, when he's got an opportunity like that, then, you know, he, he's obviously going to want to take it and the club are just going to want to do, the, you know, everything they can to get a good deal out of it. I don't think there's anything the club could have done to keep him. At the end of the day, this is the name of the game, isn't it? You're an only club, part-time club, ground that's, you know, it, it gets a good following, it's full. But, I mean, what have we got to offer in comparison to a football league club? There isn't any, anyone in the right mind is going to go, oh, yeah, uh, maybe he made the wrong decision by leaving or he could have stayed. Like, if it was me, I would have stayed. Because you wouldn't. Going to get more money, a full-time contract, a longer contract, as you said, a chance to play a game back in the football league where, obviously, he's come from some years before where <clears throat> he probably has worked really hard to get himself back up into this position. What could have happened? He stayed to the end of the season. Might have gone up, might not go up. Leaves on a free. He ends up at Solihull Moors. We're looking going, are we really worse than Solihull Moors? Probably not. But now we've lost out on our best player for absolutely nothing. So, yeah, it's, it is a tough one. But we aren't like, even if we were, say, like a kid who went to Harriers or if we were someone else like that, like an ex-league club that's, that's considered a big non-league side, it's still have gone. I wonder if if we weren't talking with our Tamworth FC hats on, if we would look at a situation like this and think, well, that's actually a good bit of business by Tamworth because it's 50 games, isn't it? He, he just passed that milestone, 50 really strong appearances, a decent fee, and he's left the club in a much better position than when he joined. You know, might might have a, a winner's medal for the National League North as well if, um, if his teammates can keep the run going as well. This is probably what teams in Tamworth's position need to do every now and then, isn't it? We certainly got our money's worth out of him, that's for sure. And I don't think we've sold a player for a fee like that in quite a long time. So it's good for us. It is good business. We just need to reinvest that into the squad now. And I really hope we do. Because um, sometimes we've had, in the past, when we've sold players, we've not really heard what's happened with the, the money. Um, to be honest, so it'd be good to kind of hopefully see a you know a decent signing um, come off the back of that. And I think we do need we are going to need some reinforcement because he's he's been a really big player for us. Um, you know you don't want someone to come in and disturb the the mix, but you know there's there's a decent bit of cash there, so let's you know maybe invest it into another player, maybe in a, that's doing well in the league below. Um, that seems to have done wonders for us the, the, with the coaching team that, we, that we've got at Tamworth so um, yeah why not do something like that and bring a player in and yeah mould them into that into that team What position Brett would you say Tamworth need to strengthen that would you like to see a like for like replacement Yeah I think it needs it really I think the worry would be if you don't get the right kind of player, we'll just end up playing more direct, which is exactly what kind of happened first half against Boston. And then obviously when the wind's like how it is and you can't adapt your play, then you're essentially you're ineffective. So if we don't get someone else in who can mix it up a little bit, then we'll be we'll become more one dimensional. But people now all of a sudden are saying that we are. But at the same time, let's not forget though that we have played without Jamie Jellis this season and we have still performed well and got some good results. Is there anyone in the squad at the moment, who you think could do the same job that Jealous has done in, in terms of that sort of all action, box to box 
midfielder. He's quite a unique player, isn't he? I don't think so, really. I, I think he's just got so much. He's got bundles and bundles of energy. I mean, I suppose Ben Mills is closest we've got. And then we've got Lyndon Meekle, who's he's on dual registration, I believe. Maybe we'll, we'll pull him away from Ilkeston again, because I think he's a, he's a top-quality player, really. It's just he was being kept out by what's in front of him. Um, so those two can do a job. And Callum Riley, I, you know, haven't seen that much of him this season. He looks a pretty solid player, but I don't know if he's got those same energy levels as... As, as jealous um, so yeah I think it's I think we you, we do need somebody else in there as well to to kind of mix it up a bit of a box to box midfielder which is basically what jealous jealous um, was so yeah but also I think the other thing I think we, we probably still need to invest in and put some money towards is, is another striker to have another option Um Alex Jones has gone out on loan, so yeah, does does sort of that freeze up that, that that gap as well for that. Does Jealous being sold put any extra pressure on Tamworth to get promoted? If Tamworth get promoted, then you would say, well, that justifies in a way Jealous going in January. Not really. If we go up, then uh, we've had a fantastic season. If we finish tenth, we've had a fantastic season. So no, I don't. I don't, I don't think it does. I agree with that as well. I mean, one ma- one player doesn't make a team. There's a lot of good players in that team. Um, he's just been one of the standouts, and he has been one of the standouts, um, and he's been consistently good. Um, but so have a lot of those players in that team, which is why they are where they are. So he's a big cog in that team. But you know, you know, everyone in that in that squad's got the same mentality. So realistically, someone should come in and just slot and hopefully do that that job. It, the rest of the team kind of carry it really. Um, so no, I don't. I don't see it affecting our chances of of promotion because we've got you know a squad of however many other players that that can that are also carrying you know carrying us along. Do either of you have any like like a a best memory of Jamie Jealous in a Tamworth shirt that you'd like to share? The goal at Redditch to put us three 0 up, absolute screamer, and. That essentially sealed us the title because up until that point, Colville scored, we scored, Colville scored, we scored, Colville scored, we scored, something along those lines anyway. And it was that really that, that did it for us. Any advance on that, Graham? Can you beat that? Yeah, I've seen him score a couple of good goals this season and one against Colville in the FA Cup was was pretty good actually. Um, so I can't really say that's a... a Massive highlight, but you know, there's been quite a few good good highlights. Um and he does his uh, trademark celebration with the with the fans at the end as well. So um yeah, that's that's a nice touch really. Um it shows how he was he was admired by, by the fans, but also, you know, how he had a lot of love for the for the club as well. Tamworth then did get a sneak peek at life without Jamie Jealous and then nil nil draw at home to Boston United on Tuesday. Graham, what what are your thoughts on that game? It was a bit of a windy one by the looks of it. Yeah, it was it was an absolutely dreadful game. Probably the worst game I've, I've seen this season. Um, it, it was poor from both sides, but the conditions were yeah atrocious. Really, um, Boston played much better the first half. They looked a decent side. I think the win was going for them though potentially. Um, and then Tamworth 
looked much better in the second half. Um, but Boston could have even nicked it right at the end, um, just on the break. So it's hard really to judge how we how we looked without Jealous completely because of the conditions. Um, I suppose that the only we were solid as usual, which is if, if we don't if we don't necessarily play well, we're always solid. And we don't look like conceding. That's one thing that's been consistent throughout the season. Um, but the one thing that frustrated me was is that we we just didn't keep the ball on the ground enough. And when we put the ball on the ground and we get it out to the wings, we're very, very effective because Kwai and Finn are, you know, they, they, they can just do a job on the on the on the wing backs. Yeah, I think that was my only frustration from it. Um but everything else was, you know, as 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 per usual. But if we can try and get the ball on the floor a bit more again, which we were doing more at the start of the season, then that would be that would be good. But I mean, in hindsight, solid point, tough conditions, didn't concede a goal again, which is amazing. So um, yeah, and it, it's another point on the board, really. So I think we'll take that. It is said defenses win tiles, and like you say. Fourth clean sheet in a row, really good to get, especially when the conditions are so unpredictable. Brett also, Tamworth did extend their lead at the top of the table, albeit by an extra point. That's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah, that's a good point. The home's Boston. They've got, you know, they're, they're getting a bit of consistency in them. They've got a good player with uh, Hazel. Uh, he He's coming on nicely for them. So, that's a decent result and exactly like you just said it's another point in front of Scunthorpe nine points now so we could lose the next three games and we could still be pretty much top as I say Scunthorpe Scunthorpe fans seem to be loving that result on Tuesday they're all celebrating like we'd lost um, but it was still a point so kind of just shows how far we've come really that Scunthorpe are celebrating us getting a point against Boston like Boston done them a really big favour uh, yeah, I'm running scared a little bit. But as you've just said as well, let's remember Boston also took points off Scunthorpe. So. Yeah. As we've been talking about Jamie Jealous' departure, I thought we could uh, try and raise our spirits a little bit and see how good your memories are of the players that Tamworth have sold in the past for a transfer fee. So little quiz. I will give you the club that the player moved to and the season. Your job is to just name the player and I think we'll just take it in turns. Start with you, Brett, and we'll just move move down the list that I've got in front of me. This player moved to Reading in 2005-2006. Aaron Brown. Went for 100k. It is Aaron Brown. Correct. He went for 100k? Yeah. I don't... Oh, 100k? Yeah. It's mad. I don't remember him going for that one. Graham, so your turn. This player left for Braves Athletic in the 2006-2007 season. Is it Ludovic Quistin? No. No, Brett. Can I have no, I'm afraid not, Graham. First answer. Brett, your chance to steal for an, uh, an extra point. Paul Merson. No, I don't know. <laughs> Paul Merson? Uh, it was actually Tom Kemp. Oh, Tom of Kemp. course, yeah. Moved to Braves Athletic in 2006-2007. So, Brett, you, you retain a one one point to nothing lead. So it's your turn again, Brett. This player left in 2006-2007 and they joined Telford United. Phil Trainer. No. Graham, think you know it? 
I had an inkling, and I, I, we, uh, the personal thinking was way, way later. Uh, uh, oh, no, I don't know, actually. Lee Moore. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Graham, so your turn. This player left in 2010-2011 for Aldershot. You know what? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm going to say Alex Robin, but I know I'm wrong. Alex Rodman's correct. Oh, well right. Excellent. I'm slightly surprised you you haven't both done a bit better with this. I thought you'd, you'd be walking through these. I think as it's the last one, buzz in saying your name. I think this is probably fairly easy. Um, So the season, 2003-2004, the club, Kidderminster Harriers. Brett, Brilliant. Scott Rickards. Brett wins it. Scott Rickards is correct. <laughs> Just a bit of fun anyway. Well done, both of you. Next up for Tamworth then is Spennymore Town at home. Um, Spennymore, 18th in the league. They've lost four of their last five and Tamworth beat them 4-1 way back in August. Um, second game of the season, actually. Um, but Spennymore did finish ninth last season. Um, how are you feeling ahead of this one, Brett? Before all this sudden bout of unnecessary negativity, things have come over the club over the course of last the last three days I'd have said there's no reason why we wouldn't beat them by 2 or 3 now but I can probably see it being a half or 1 nil win now Graham how are you feeling? Feeling quite comfortable about it because you look at their form the last 20 games they're like fourth from bottom in the form table the last like sort of 10-15 games they're literally out the bottom so they've had recently had a new manager so it's it's going to be some sort of new manager bounce, I'd imagine, from that. Um, but I can't really see us having any major problems. Yeah, I think that when we won 4 1 uh, against them earlier on in the season, you know, that people kind of stood up a little bit and saw that result. Because Spennymore were sort of like one of the teams are expected to be challenging for the for the playoffs this season. Um, and they had some, you know, they that, that were their, their ambitions. But they've obviously had a very disappointing season. So I think, you know, we should comfortably, we should win, we should win this really, you know, two or three nil in my, in my opinion and everything that's, you know, that's gone with jealous and stuff, you know, we just got to move on from that now and put, draw a line underneath it. Does any doubt creep in, do you think, Brett, after the Boston result? I, I know we said earlier, it's just one of them games, but does that sort of leave any doubts, do you think? Well, I said anyway, uh, before the Boston game, that the Scunthorpe postponement could have quite a detrimental impact because obviously they've been training really hard for that. They've been really up for it. They should have been really up for it. Anyone who wasn't really up for it then needs to have a word. Um, and they'd have been fired up for the game. It would have been all they'd have been training for, all they would have been focusing on. And then all of a sudden, bang, stopped. And then you've got to kind of go again then. And then, I mean, obviously they're, they're match fit, of course they are, but then it's suddenly, you know, you're gearing all up for this massive game that everyone's talking about, but then doesn't happen. It's kind of like a, like a cup game. And then you come to this game then in the midst of a, another January gale. I still don't think that's a sketchy result, but you get a sketchy result, then obviously you lose your your mate in Jamie Jellis and you're probably thinking, oh, suddenly things might be starting to get a bit harder now. I'm feeling a lot more positive <laughs> than, than that. Yeah, obviously there's a big build-up to that Scunthorpe game and, 
and tough game on Tuesday. You're not the nicest game to play on a Tuesday night, but we're top of the league. We're nine points clear. Um, happy days, really. And we're going into a game against a team that is in poor form. We still haven't lost since the Chester game. So, you know, for me, it's kind of like we just move on to the next and this is a this is this should be a, a good game for us to to go into and get a decent result and then go into the game against Scunthorpe next Tuesday. Uh continue on our momentum. And um yeah. Let's go and get a, a decent result against Scunthorpe. Thomas game at Scunthorpe then, as you said, Graham, rescheduled for Tuesday. We did a big preview of that fixture in our last episode um, before the match was postponed. So do check that one out. Have either of your feelings changed for the Scunthorpe game? Because I was getting quite positive vibes from you both. Graham, are you still feeling quite good about this game? Yeah, I mean, I said before, a draw would be a good result for us. Um, and I still think it would be a good result for us and a bad result for Scunthorpe. Um, but I certainly don't think we should go there and play for a draw, which I don't, which we won't do. Definitely not. I, I want us to go there and you know and and, and beat them. You know I, th- that's that's what we want out of this. Um, you know we've proved what we're capable of this season, and we keep continuing to do that. Um, so for me, yeah, I'm 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 optimistic. Um, but I'm also realistic, you know. Um, it could it could work two ways, you know. Uh, I'm not sure who Scunthorpe have actually got on Saturday, but you know they they might be fresher coming into this game because they've not played as many games, or it could work the other way that you know there's been lack of, a lack of momentum. And they lost their last game as well that they played. Um, so going into Saturday and then Tuesday, you know, it could affect them in that way. So. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating that we didn't play them on the Saturday. Massively frustrating for for the fans and for the players really as well. You know, Scunthorpe are full time, so that gives them a little bit more of an advantage over us. You know, our players are going to be finishing work and whatnot, and having to travel up there and everything. So you know, in that that sense, it's it's frustrating. It probably gives them a bit of an advantage, but also. I'd say it gives us a little bit more extra spice to it. Um, you know, we, we it's, it's an opportunity for us to rock. Okay, well, fine. We'll go up there and we will. It doesn't matter if we are part-time. We're top of this league and we'll come and beat you. Some top of got picked up with sports away on Saturday. It's a tough game. Uh, it's a tough game. I, you know, that's a tough game. I'm still confident. And you know what? If we lose, as long as we don't... I think it just depends on what happens on Saturday. If we win on Saturday then we'll win on Tuesday. If we don't win on Saturday, we won't win on Tuesday. Don't mean to say that we'll lose it, but I don't think we'll win it. I don't think they beat us. Either way, I don't think they're going to beat us. It almost feels like the Spennymore game for Tamworth is a bit of a like a mood setter, isn't it? Well, I would have said anyway before, if we would have spoke about this after the Scunthorpe game, had we played Scunthorpe, I actually think we probably would have lost Tuesday. Whatever the Scunthorpe was all. So you'd have gone to that game, you'd have given that 110%. You've only got, probably haven't got another training session in between that. And then you're back 
against another decent team who we've already played, so know how we play. So I actually think we probably would have lost it. I strangely feel more positive about the Scunthorpe game now than when it was like originally set to be played on the Saturday because I think there would have probably still been a bit of Jamie Jellis speculation. Whether it, I don't know if there was that much media speculation at that point, but internally there there must have been, given the move has now gone through, so that that's no longer going to be sort of a topic of discussion for the players. Tamworth's winning run has since been ended, so I think that's they don't need to worry about. Oh, we need to keep the winning run going. That's that's totally irrelevant now. It's gone. And Scunthorpe. As far as their record in 2024 goes, hasn't changed because they've have had games postponed. They still haven't won this year. Two pretty disappointing results for them in 2024, and possibly a chance that they'll be a bit sort of rusty in terms of actual matches because it's got to be what a few weeks since their last game now. And I know they play Peter Peterborough Sports, but it'll. You know, in theory, would take more than ninety minutes to kind of get up to absolute top speed again. I am feeling a little bit more positive about it, weirdly now, even though it's almost like everything that could go against us kind of has. It's a Tuesday night. We've got to travel up there. All of that. It's been quickly rearranged. No real prep time for it. Kind of that nothing to lose, and they've got everything to lose in my head. Well, I think. Either way, you look at it as well. If Jamie Jellis is the the centre of our earth, we wouldn't have had him anyway against Scunthorpe on Saturday. So, what? Because he he was injured. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Also, as well, Scunthorpe have got games in hand, which I'd rather have points on the board than than games in hands. And you could almost look at the Tamworth game as effectively a game in hand if a team gets all three points because that closes the gap more quickly as well so there's in that respect you could say a little bit more pressure on Scunthorpe it's time for predictions a reminder in our predictions mini league you get one point for a correct result and three points for getting the score exactly correct neither of you got the Boston score right last time out Graham you thought Tamworth would win and Brett you said Boston would win and obviously it was nil-nil. So it's as you were in our little mini league table. So we'll start with the Spennymore fixture. Graham, what is your scoreline prediction for that? I am going to go for Tamworth to Spennymore nil. Brett? Uh, 1-0 Tamworth. And Scunthorpe away then. Last time um, before the postponement, Brett, you predicted a 2-0 one for Tamworth. Are you going to stick with that or are you going to change your prediction? I'm going to go 2-1 to Tamworth. And Graham, you went one all last time. Any any update on that? So my with my optimism improving, I am, I'm going to say we're going to win 1-0. Very good. Well, look, <laughs> quite impressed the, the optimism uh, all around. That's good. I think... Not that we need to beat Scunthorpe. We don't even need to get a result. I still stand by the fact we could lose every game between now and the end of the season. We still have a decent season. But we almost need to beat Scunthorpe so that in the nicest way, we can stop talking about Jamie Jellis 
because if we have a dodgy result on Saturday and then we lose on Tuesday and then maybe we don't pick it back up the weekend after all everyone's going to be going on about is Jamie Jealous this, that and the other and our season's over because Jamie Jealous is there and as a club and a team we don't deserve that and we don't need that for the journey that we've been on I trust in Andy Peaks to be honest I think just based on his kind of his uh, his character and the way he he goes about his business and has done with his team for the past uh, three seasons you know I think I think we'll we'll be fine he'll have a plan so you know this is going to have been brewing for the last few weeks Um. So I, I, you know, got full full belief. You know, one man doesn't make a team. Worth pointing out as well. There are numerous other players in that Tamworth squad who, who have played at played out of their socks so far. Like Kyle Finn, for instance, one of the players of of the division, given his stats. Could, yeah, you could mention numerous others, but I mean, just he's one who comes to mind. I think it'd be good for for uh, old Creens to get back him himself back on the score sheet. Do have a few creamy goals come in. Um, he's you know he works really hard for the, for the team, and it's um, it's just goals are missing, I suppose, a little bit again. But the goals come from everywhere on the pitch, mainly from Carl Finn's foot. No, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they come from everywhere on the pitch anyway. So it's a team, it's a team game with with how we we play. But yeah, it'd be good to see uh, Dan get 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 some goals. And I'm sure he will do. It's a perfect opportunity for Shikuna to just step into the Jamie Jelly's role, who's also had a fantastic season as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got bundles of energy as well. So um, I suppose from a defensive point of view, maybe that's where maybe he's not as strong because he kind of plays as a sort of just behind the strike, the striker, really. Um, but yeah, potentially. That's all for this episode of the Tamworth FC Social Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a follow and leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening. Until next time, goodbye.